This week on the Desert Tiger Podcast, I hope that you guys are ready to spark up the fire because Daniel Wesley brought the beach music. What exactly does that mean? Of course, you guys know I'm going to go ahead and tell you very soon, but before we get there, there's a few things that I want to go ahead and do. And first off, one of those things is go and thank you guys, the listeners of the Desert Tiger Podcast, for being so extremely patient with me this June as I actually took the last two weeks off from releasing episodes to teach myself a few new things, learn a few new skills. What are some of those things you might ask? Well, if you actually head on over to the Desert Tiger Entertainment YouTube page, you're going to go ahead and find a music video that I threw together. I found some clips from a band I was in a few years ago entitled Almost Alien. It was actually the band I was in before I started this podcast, before I broke my wrist, and we started this wonderful journey known as Desert Tiger. I threw together a music video from some live clips back in 2016 to a song of ours called Run. Like I said, you can go and find it on our YouTube channel. I also want to go ahead and thank those of you who have been hitting up our Spotify like crazy. The numbers have been going insane over on Spotify. It has been our strongest month ever. And honestly, in fact, we are on pace right now to actually beat all of our months in Spotify combined. That's how strong this month of June has been on Spotify, so I am extremely thankful for that. And of course, it's been a while since we joined you, so I also want to go ahead and thank those of you who went and sent me some feedback for my conversation with singer-songwriter Troy Kokel. I had a great time chatting with Troy, and I was extremely, extremely happy to hear that feedback all right so today like i said i hope that you guys are ready to spark the fire because my guest today daniel wesley has brought the beach music and what does that mean well beach music is daniel wesley's new ep that releases tomorrow that is right tomorrow june the 21st 2019 it is daniel's first studio release in four years it is also daniel's first album to contain absolutely no electronic instrumentation something that you're going to hear from daniel himself was not something that was intentional it was something that just came natural in the studio process something that just sort of came flowing, you know, sort of as if it was written on a beach, hence beach music. So we spoke with Daniel all about the new EP, beach music, everything behind it, the feelings, the vibe, and of course, four years is a long period of time in between albums, that's a long period of growth. So of course, we're gonna find out what growth Daniel went through in order to reach this moment and of course we're also going to be talking to daniel about his upcoming show at the commodore 
Ballroom in Vancouver, British Columbia, a site where he recorded a live album in 2017, something that we're also going to be speaking with Daniel about today. And I can't wait to dive into this with you, but of course, what would an episode of the DTP be without me playing some fantastic music for you before we go ahead and kick that off? And of course, the fantastic music and this episode are brought to you by you, the listeners of the DTP, and I love DTP.com because that is the best place where you can support the show, and it's also where you can go ahead and get yourself decked out with some sick DTP swag. Fire is the first single off of Beach Music, and it is an anthemic song celebrating the 420 mindset. Of course, you don't have to be of the mindset to enjoy the good vibes of the song, but if you are, May I suggest rolling one up and sparking up the fire? Fire it up again, fire it up again, my friend. Oh, fire it up again, fire it up again, my friend.
Fighter Podcast. And we are joined here on the DTP by Daniel Wesley, recently released his latest single, something that I just went and enjoyed the lyrical interpretation of myself, and he's gearing up to release a new EP entitled Beach Music very soon. How is it going today, Daniel? I'm really good. I'm really good. The sun is shining and the birds are chirping, so life is good. Ah, you gotta love it when summer starts to finally break through. <laughs> exactly. And where are you enjoying the sun at this time? Where is Daniel Wesley located? I live in Roberts Creek, British Columbia, uh, in Canada. It's basically right above Vancouver on the west coast. So we're right on the Pacific Ocean, and uh, we live a couple kilometers up the hill from the ocean, up in the mountains here, and we love it. We've been here for a few years and moved from the city uh, that we were in in Vancouver for 10 years. It's pretty awesome. We're really enjoying life up here. When did you decide to make the move to a more natural living location? Well, we were always kind of searching for something different, my wife and I, with our kids. Living in Vancouver has been pressingly uh, more difficult to buy a place than we know and to buy a home. <laughs> None of my friends own homes. They all own apartments. And we have uh, an apartment and... Uh, yeah, family grows, and it's just it's too expensive. We were thinking about different things we can do, and this is a 40-minute ferry ride from uh, Vancouver. Kind of the best of both worlds. We can go into the city whenever we want, but we're kind of out here, and this is a place where a lot of people kind of come and vacation and dream about living. Mm-hmm. So we decided to make our dreams reality, and we are definitely 100% happy that we did that. Oh, definitely a good decision by the sounds of it. More affordable, and I can only assume way more inspiring. Yeah, we have uh, four and a half acres here, and it's just trees all the way around. There's a big pond in the backyard. And I remember when we were looking, I was like, really, we can trade our apartment in Vancouver for this? So <laughs> I was like, let's do this, because we can all get an apartment again. I think this is kind of where I worked on most of the new songs uh, that we are releasing here. So, All right, well, let's get into that. Your last studio release was actually back in 2015, entitled I Am Your Man. So about a four-year period in between releases. What is the transition period between there? Because between moving and doing other things, I can only assume that you as an individual have also grown and your music has grown. Yeah, I have another son now, so we got two kids. My first son, the oldest son, Finn's on the cover of Army Man. It was the first one I put out independently since being on a label. Yeah, I worked really hard at it and, and loved it and uh, wrote lots of music after it. We even recorded another album, but it was just not really the direction that I wanted to head. So I kind of took my time and we recorded an album called Live at Commodore Ballroom, which is a fantastic venue in Vancouver. We did a live album. Yeah, I actually went back and I halfway done my electrical ticket in 2007. I quit to do music full time. And and then I thought, if I don't go back and do this, I'll never do it. So I actually went back and put in three years of doing my electrical training and schooling and as well as doing all the touring and stuff and struggling family and got my ticket. So that was kind of it. So then I basically, once I got the ticket, I quit that and just started work on 
new music because, like you said, you know, being that amount of time, I've never had that many years in between records. Usually, I put one out every two years. I kind of had to um, figure out where I was at. So, the album we had recorded much more rock and roll. I really liked it, but it kind of wasn't really the statement that I wanted to make, and I had to kind of take a full another year of just kind of soaking up where I live and, and everything and just having time and space to, to write music again. And uh, I really did. And that's what beach music became. You said the album that you were, that you had was a lot more rock and roll. So what was the approach on this album? Was it a little more stripped down? Cause the title being beach music, is it more like an acoustic sound, more like something you would find on a beach? Definitely. I mean, I wrote all these songs on the acoustic guitar. No one would probably even really notice, but we've actually never put any electric guitars on this album. It's all acoustic guitars. Oh, wow. And, uh, but sound like soft or, you know, there's definitely some mellow songs, but, you know, it doesn't sound like no one would really know if I had told, if I hadn't said anything, you know? So mm-hmm. we were kind of 90% through the recording and I was like, I haven't put it, we haven't brought out the electric guitars yet. And, and we were like, there's really no need to. So it just kind of felt like a real natural vibe and it fit with the way that we recorded the album and just the way that the songs came out. I just kind of thought this is a really good way of fitting it all together. Hmm. So it wasn't even a focused effort to not use the no, electric instrumentation. No, I, I don't really ever think things through ahead of time when it comes to... Uh, anything <laughs> to be honest i kind of just shoot from the hip and just uh go with what my heart says and uh you know when i'm writing music i'm not really ever thinking about an album or whatever not until i kind of have like you know a handful of songs and i'm like okay this is the beginning of something that I ever really you know think about it a little bit but i'm never sitting down being like i gotta write this kind of song or i gotta write this hmm. you know i gotta now I need a fast song or something like that, you know? It's just kind of right and whatever it is, it is. Okay, so at what point do you feel that you had finally taken in the living location and the energy of everything around you enough that you are starting to write the style of music that is beach music? I just kind of took took things slow, and I have a studio here that I is a, a wood-burning fire in it. And it was the the fall, and I would just go in there every day or every second day for a few hours and just light a fire and see what would happen. And I would just kind of do that and just kind of relax and just not really think about writing an album or anything, you know? It, it didn't take very long for me to uh, kind of get in that mindset, but I just kind of, you know, just kept chugging along and, and letting the songs come and even when I thought I had an album, I thought I'd write some more, and then a few more other songs came, and the album kind of changed, you know? So um, at first it was a little more slower, a little more like singer-songwriter, and then and then these more beachy songs came. I went to Maui. My cousin lives and wrote a couple songs there. And I went to Tofino, and that's where the first single, um, Fire, was written. It was just on the beach. We just had a surf in Tofino, B.C., which is pretty much one of the only places you can surf in western canada i just sat there and just it just happened <laughs> so i you know songs like that usually just kind of fall out of the sky mm-hmm. for me 
occur and it's like you gotta have you gotta be ready to get that shit down you know and like make sure you don't forget it because <laughs> it can go go by pretty quickly so let's talk about that first single off of beach music it dropped on 419 a day right before what most people in a certain culture know is 420 and this song is definitely an anthem for those people one of those people that i am definitely a part of so how do you like you wrote the song on a beach so how do you make sure that you're actually remembering the song once you're walking back to from the shore and getting it into a studio well that's pretty much the only good thing that iphones are for um it's a little recording device that you can just push record while you're doing shit and then it'll be there that really saves my butt every time yeah i just had the chorus mostly to fire it up again and uh i came back to my buddy's place who was helping move in and i was kind of humming it and he's like oh what's that and i was like oh just the song i wrote he's like oh okay sounds cool and I came home and I wrote the verses. I had I had the melody, but I didn't have the lyrics for the verses. And I kind of just started spitballing things down. And it kind of just headed towards, you know, the subject matter of legalization of marijuana. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of happened. Um, I don't indulge that much myself anymore, but I think I might have at the time when uh, I was writing it. I kind of I have a few songs that people really like and they kind of reference that and i thought okay well I'll, I'll if this is where it's going then i will take a giant swing at it and make it exactly what people would probably like to hear so it wasn't until i got to like third base that i was like okay i'm gonna go and complete this <laughs> complete this cycle of the song so yeah and uh it, it's a really obviously important thing for people here in canada and across the world that um, a lot of people use um, cannabis and marijuana as like a as a tool, just like people use alcohol and cigarettes. You know, so mm-hmm. I've always been a you know supporter of that for sure. All right, everyone, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick music break here, and before we go ahead and give another track from Beach Music a spin. I just want to go ahead and let you know that this music break, as well as this episode is brought to you by ilovedtp.com and all of you, the wonderful Desert Tiger listeners that support it because ilovedtp.com is the place where you go and grab yourself the latest, the greatest, the hottest in Desert Tiger merch. It's where you grab it, you buy it, you get it shipped to you with a nice handwritten thank you note from me personally. And you go, you wear the shirt, you wear the hat, you wear it everywhere you go. You put the sticker on your car and you show everyone how much you support the show. You show everyone you love the DTP. And they're all going to be asking you, where did you get it? Because it is such a hot one. Just like you and just like this next song. Hot one, like a lit cigarette with a quick step. And I don't forget to pick the booze up. I love it. 
the Desert Tiger Podcast. It came out just in time for the first legal 420. Have you um, used any of the legal cannabis available, like any of the stores yet? Since you said that you yourself aren't really yeah. much of a user. No, I have. I, I'm just, I mean, I used to quite a bit, but mm-hmm. I've, I've got more things going on and and it's more of like a time and place thing for me than like a than like a, a way of life. But yeah, no, I I totally have, and uh, I was just actually on Quadra Island here in BC for 420, and those guys have a dispensary, and they gave me some, and uh, I like to hand it away to friends and, and enjoy it every now and then. And yeah. the other day we we had some friends over, and we had a nice little time, and yeah, like I said, it's kind of just time and place for me. Okay. Okay, I was gonna ask how if you had any opinions on the way that they run things. Well, I mean, a lot of dispensaries aren't actually completely licensed the way they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it'd be a good thing for everyone if they did get the license. But I don't know all the ins and outs and the yin and the yangs of it all, so I don't have a huge opinion. But I just think if you're going to run a business, you should try and do things. There shouldn't be a two-way street for everyone, mm-hmm. you know. It should you should try and you know do it the way you're supposed to be doing it. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's, there's like they're everywhere now. I'm sure they are in you know New York too, where it's just they're I don't know these cannabis stores are everywhere. So <laughs> they pop up here, there, and everywhere. It seems to be the new thing, the new culture, and I mean, it's beautiful that people are starting to accept it, so that people don't really have to act like it's a terrible terrible oh act. no <laughs> i mean i don't I, I never had fun going to drug dealers and i mean sometimes my friends would sell pot and stuff and that would be a lot easier to acquire it but you know i remember growing up and having to go to god knows whose place and you know just weird tweaky individuals sometimes you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like when my kids are at the age of that's a decision they want to make i'd rather them be able to go to a store or something like that and feel safe doing it than feeling like a criminal having to deal with some you know tweaker yeah wait wait so for like the half an hour that he's actually focused enough to be able to do his job yeah yeah exactly yeah it's it's definitely I'm glad to see that that's where we're headed um it just makes more sense it's funny the things that that you would think that would make the most sense are usually the things that are the most difficult to get done Definitely. Well, I mean, there's a lot of hoops to jump through in regards to getting businesses legalized and everything else. And I mean, there's always other industry interests involved with it, too. So you never know what's going on behind closed doors with these things. No, not at all. I don't at least. (laughs) All right. So Beach Music is slated for release coming up on June 21st. And you're going to be playing the Commodore ballroom once again here on june 22nd how excited are you do to play that room once again of course that being the location of your live album in 2017 a fantastic listen by the way oh thanks appreciate that yeah it's i'm so lucky to have that venue where we're uh where i call home base yeah it's world-renowned i mean it, it, its capacity is a thousand people one of the most magical venues it's set up perfectly the sound is so good sight lines are amazing it's right downtown vancouver 
yeah, I've played there so many times now. It's kind of a bit of a blur, all the shows now. I just feel lucky when I get to go down there and play. And the older I get, you know, the longer I do this, the more I'm like, is this the last time? But I'm going to be able to do this. I have no idea. You know, I just kind of take it day by day and just keep going. You know, it's, it's pretty special when you get to go there and have all those people show up and sing along with your songs and, and play some good music. So, yeah, I'm definitely pumped to play some of the new songs, too. We played a few shows lately and uh, played some of the new material, and it really uh, it really kind of changes the set in a way better way. Some of the older stuff is, I really like, but it's kind of nice to get some fresh blood in there. But they seem to really be strong, you know? Mm-hmm. Strong. Definitely. So. The response is very strong towards the new material. Yeah, it has been. I'm pretty pumped. I'm glad to hear that. I'm very glad to hear that. Is the... my dog feeding a rope here. That's, that's ah. a really nice rope. She's got to stop doing that. Ah. 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 Go ahead. Uh, no worries at all. So, all right, Beach Music, like I said, drops on June 21st. Is there going to be any new singles that are going to be coming along with it? Or are you just excited to get this new musical child out into the world yeah no we've got a single coming out um i believe on the 21st called hot one and uh yeah it's like an upbeat um pretty fun song good summertime song yeah that's the second single so stay tuned all right awesome how many tracks are on the ep it's a five um five song ep and we kind of thought we'd split it into two um, releases, do, whether it's kind of release half the album first, the more summertimey songs, then the other half is, uh, they're still, up, you know, upbeat, happy songs, but uh, they're a little more on the acoustic slower vibe, so in the fall we'll release it all together as one, um, which is how I originally kind of thought, but this day and age people release EPs and kind of spread things out, and you know, I'm not, I'm not too old, I'm still able to kind of play with the young kids, so I thought, why don't we try that, you know? So, why not? That's what we're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Any tours planned for the summer, or the fall, once the album is out? Yeah, we've got some dates kind of sprinkled here and there in the summer, and then in the fall, we'll be doing a full a bunch of dates, as many as I can get. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just just waiting to see uh, what it all looks like. But uh, I know that my agents are working on it right now. So all right. Well, hopefully they can get something secured and announced right away hopefully and across canada i mean that would be very very exciting to see i know for sure yeah i i, I know that's gonna happen so ah all right well that makes me excited well thank you so much for joining me here today daniel i know that you've got a puppy in the background that you need to keep an eye on <laughs> he's good he's, he's trying to get this rope out of my hands now he found these beautiful nautical ropes here, and uh, he's trying to rip them apart. So, But, yeah, thank you so much for your time, too. I had a great time chatting, and uh, I hope your listeners enjoyed. And check out their music. You'll like it. I hope they will as well. Well, and cheers. Have a great day. All right, you guys. You know what time it is. It's time to thank Daniel Wesley for joining me here on this episode of the DTP 
to talk all about his new album, Beach Music, which drops tomorrow, June the 21st of 2019. And if you're listening to this episode on any date after June the 21st, 2019, Beach Music is already out. Hurry up, open up your streaming service, get to the album, and start listening to it ASAP. I also want to take a moment to thank the team over at Strut Entertainment for once again assisting and bringing you, the audience of the Desert Tiger Podcast, another fantastic conversation with a motivated, driven, passionate, creative individual chasing their dreams. And of course, you guys know that they have helped us out in the past Maybe you want to go ahead and check out some of those interviews if you haven't yet. There's more than 70 incredible episodes in our backlog for you to go ahead and check out if you haven't already. If you're new to the show, maybe you want to go ahead and consider hitting the subscribe or follow button on whatever service you listen on. And whether you're new or you're returning, I am very thankful for you joining us here on today's episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. And of course, if you want to take your dedication to the show to that next level, the place that you're going to want to go to visit is I love DTP.com because that is where you, that's right, you are going to go and find yourself the freshest Desert Tiger merch that you can rep the show everywhere that you go. You can let all your friends know that the DTP is the place to go. That is right. And if you go ahead and make an order on I love DTP.com, of course, you're going to go and get that lovely handwritten thank you note from yours truly thanking you for supporting the growth of the show all right next week on the dtp i am joined by honey badger marlene hibbs marlene hibbs is biking from kamloops british columbia all the way to parliament in ottawa Ontario, Canada, and she is taking her message of how the medical industry is failing those with mental illnesses inside Canada and what we can do to change that. Marlene is going to be joining me next week to discuss what inspired her to take this incredible trek across Canada for this very important cause, and I cannot wait for you to join me with that episode next week. Until then, I hope you all have yourselves a wonderful time. Peace and love, my friends. Peace and love.